selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. So the thing about like trying to balance, especially like with skating and <laughs> snowboarding. And right. I just can't do it. You can't balance on a skateboard is what you're saying? <laughs> I, I've never been able to ride a skateboard my whole life. Rollerblades? Rollerblades are different. <laughs> it's four stable wheels no, per foot. No, no, no. Roller blades. Oh, you're talking about I roller cannot skates. do roller blades. Roller skates, roller I can. Skates. Stop. Anything balanced. Like my son is a surfer. Right. My nine year old can surf. I have never been able to stand on a surfboard one time. Not even one time. Not real. I'm a skier, but I'm not a snowboarder. Wow. I, I listen, pickleball, I can play for a few hours. <laughs> Golf, I really enjoy the game. Basketball, I grew up my whole life playing. Come on. Football, I can throw and catch. Baseball, okay. I, I love the game of baseball. The Mariners are winning go right Mariners. now. While we're recording this podcast, just going right Literally right now. Six to three. Middle of the sixth inning. Come on. Wow. The Mariners are winning. And tonight, the Dodgers will win against the Padres without a question. What I'm talking to you about is I cannot balance. Leadership leaning. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, welcome everybody. This is episode, <clears throat> don't know. Uh, <laughs> we are very excited to be talking about the subject of leadership. And um, as always, thank you to every person that likes and subscribes and comments and shares. Yes, Just means the world to us and helps us get the message right. out, which we are all about trying to encourage and help as many leaders as possible. Our whole thing about this podcast is that we're trying to lean into the subject of leadership just to get a little bit better. A little bit better every we were, day. We were earlier in one of the meetings today, we were wa we watched back our our broadcast, yep. our YouTube. Oh, wow. And the YouTube this week just was pristine. Crispy. Mm. Sensational. How do you get better from that? And I said to the guys, the first week we went to this new venue that we're meeting in, it's called the Miguel Contreras Learning Complex. <laughs> you need an acronym. <laughs> it's a lot. And I always say, don't you dare leave out the learning complex. 
The week one was so atrocious. I said, do you guys want to put up and compare it to week one? They're like, no. I don't ever want to see that sin, <laughs> that scarlet letter again. I said, listen, as promised, progress. There you go. I cannot promise perfection, mm. but I can always promise. A little better. A little bit better. Just a little bit better. That's what this podcast is. So thank you to everybody that is leaning in and trying to find, as I'm struggling with, balance in their personal <laughs> life and their professional I life. Mean. We are joined today by, it's not a small deal. It's not every day we get to have a Husky <laughs> Let's on whoa. the program. This is a Washington boy. What? Stop. This boy, this represents 253 yeah, right is, here. I knew that. Washington. I knew that. Yes. You knew 253? Yes, yes. yes. This, is a, this is a Washington wow. Husky. Mm. Look at that. What year did you graduate from the, from the university? 2011. Woo! Jeez. 2011, 2011 with a degree in what? Business, of course. Well, yeah, well, it's, mm, well it's, it's, it has it has clearly paid off. <laughs> it has. And, it's actually relevant for today. And, and by the way, the Huskies, we did start off four and zero. We are mm. now four and two, mm. but we're going to turn it around. One hundred percent, as promised. No progress from from last year to this year. Yes. <laughs> Vance, thank you so much uh, for joining for us me. today. It means the world. Mm. Uh, phenomenal leader, ph phenomenal business leader, entrepreneur. Uh, I'm excited, obviously, for our community, our church. We yeah. use Overflow. Yeah. We want to be using it more, right. <laughs> as in the user activity. Yes. Um, we're going to learn a little bit more about that. But I'm excited to have you on today because I want to talk about business, Love that. leadership. Mm. Talk to me about... Uh, I, I, we'll get into what you guys are doing, but I love hearing the Genesis stories <laughs> okay. about how leaders started stuff. Sure. Usually people like yourself, what I've found is that they found a need. Yeah. Something was missing mm. and you filled in a gap. That's a, that's what most great apps have done. That's right. We don't have this. And so I created it. Yep. What did you create that you saw this is missing and I got to step in and, and I'm going to make the world a better place. I love I love that you said need because a lot of entrepreneurs they start with the solution first. Yes. And that's what we're seeing in web3, that's what we're seeing in crypto is uh, we got solutions chasing problems. And so if you start with the need though, you start with the purity of a pain. Yeah. and a problem. Mm. If you actually go deep in that pain and that problem, a byproduct of you understanding and empathizing with that pain the most is the best solution. Mm. So you don't need to fall in love with your solution um, or your product. You got to fall in love with the pain. Wow. wow. You got to fall in love with the process of empathizing with what the problem is. The problem that we saw in the giving space at large, my company's called Overflow, we're a giving platform, is that in churches, charities, nonprofits, universities, people that are trying to raise funds to be able to accomplish their mission and vision, they are directing everybody to give from their checking account. Right. And just like Kevin Hart said, right? right um, <laughs> Very good. Very good. The way that my checking and savings works, I just got to transfer it. You know, but... <laughs> But what I found is that we're directing everybody to give from their checking account, which is their leftovers. Yep. That's the fact totally. of the matter. When you look at the data, 90% of wealth is in non-cash assets, mm. but never once in a church service or in a vision gala or a heart for the house are we even giving the option for people to give wow. directly from their stock portfolio or their crypto wallet. Mm. Just imagine if we did that. Just imagine if people had the imagination to understand that, oh, I, I could give from my appreciated gains. Mm -hmm. I could right, give from right. house money. I could give from my 
overflow. Mm. And so that's that's the opportunity that mm. we solved um, and that we saw. And so what we did was we created a platform because we understood that churches and charities, they actually don't communicate to give from your stock portfolio because it's a very complicated process. Mm. Uh, before overflow, a donor would have to <laughs> basically take the information from the church. Oh, I remember these days. That's why yeah, I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah. I've been through this. And then they would give it to their broker. Their broker would tell them, okay, cool. Like You just have to download this form, this PDF. You got to physically fill it out and you got to fax it in. Yeah, yeah to send this donation in an Amazon generation. Like, nobody's doing that. Nobody. And so when we understand that is the problem, we solved it by creating a fully online solution mm. where somebody can do it completely online. And Crazy. so, yeah, that's, that's essentially the origin story of Overflow, but it came from my background as the executive pastor at our church uh, in Silicon Valley called Vive. And, and and tell tell everybody a look because I've heard the story. It's I <laughs> yeah, think it's yeah. it's it's riveting. The pain and the need that you guys encountered. Yeah. The pain and the need that you know because I love that you, you can't be in love with your solution. It reminds me. I right. just I just uh, I forget who was saying this the other day or someone sent me an article mm. talked to, talking about customer service. And they're saying the problem for most companies is their customer service, their their loyalty is to the brand, not to the customer. Exactly. So all, even customer service is a, is self serving. Yep. It's not even actually trying to meet the need. Right. You 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 put yourself in the the pain, the need of the user. Where did that pain come to you? Like, how did that land on your front door? What were you guys facing? Yeah. That allowed that allowed you to be aware of the pain. Yeah, yeah. So I serve as executive pastor at our church. Um, we're based in Palo Alto, California. We actually just bought a new building. So Let's technically we're go. in a city it's called huge. Mountain View, right across the street from Google, actually. And so in 2019, I personally experienced the pain. Mm. So there was about a dozen tech people in my church that were like, hey, Vance, I love what the church is doing. I want to participate in this year-end giving campaign, but I can give a lot more generous if I can give from my Facebook RSUs, my Facebook mm. stock. I work at Google. I work at Apple. I work at Amazon. I work at Microsoft. They give me these grants. I can actually give a lot more and participate in all that we're doing if I could just give from my stock portfolio. And literally at the time, I didn't know how to receive those gifts. And then wow. I understood this manual process wow. that we just talked about. And so I was like, it was just an experiment at first, 2019, October. I created the first version of Overflow with an engineering friend. And then November 8th, 2019, we just emailed our church and we said, hey, a lot wow. of you have asked about donating stock. It seems to be really difficult. We created an online solution for you. It's called Overflow. You can do so now completely online by just clicking this link. And apparently you can save a lot on taxes by giving through stock and crypto. I thought we were gonna raise a few thousand dollars. <laughs> Literally across three days, 32 people responded and we raised $1.1 million My in God. three days. Jeez. Like money in the brokerage account. My God. And so I was like, okay, sample set of one. And this was when <laughs> kind of the Holy Spirit started impressing upon me. This can't just be for your community. Yeah. Mm. If this works in your community, this can potentially work across the nation. And that's when mm. we went on the journey of talking to other people that ran wow. nonprofit organizations, educational institutions, um, even corporations. We serve corporations now in their giving efforts. Mm. And so we started to see that this problem wasn't just with pastors, but was with really anybody that was trying to raise funds for them. Yeah. Mission. 
Yeah. And and so you go on this mission, you you start to discover this whole world. Talk to me about the those beginning days when you started to find different iterations of the app and Man. the team that you you know started to gather and what, what were those beginning because i always love those hustle yeah. beginning the origin stories of it you know you discover the pain but then you got a solution on your hand and yep. how, how how did those early days go for you and what are some things that you stand out to you as a leader where you going, man i i i I didn't expect this. I didn't. Yeah. Not only maybe you didn't anticipate that there was such a great problem mm. bigger than just your local community, but what are some other leadership things you were yeah. facing and going like, man, I got to change this. I got to, I got to evolve here. Yeah. What I learned, uh, actually we're, we're sitting here in LA right now. I learned that starting a technology company is really similar to Hollywood's process. Wow. Mm. What I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people subscribe to this leadership process in the Silicon Valley. It's called lean startup, right? Mm, it's yeah. called um, getting to a minimum viable product right. and iterating yep. and iterating and iterating. Right. And there's some tenets and first principles that I agree with there. Like you always want to iterate, you always want to innovate, and we want to get one step better each time, right? right? So I, I subscribe to that. But I think sometimes what that can lead to is a lack of orienting around a main vision. Wow. And so you can iterate wow. yourself away from your original mission and vision. Wow. Yep. Right? So I That's actually, so good. I actually like the Hollywood model a little bit better is you have a vision, you write a script, yep. and you get funding for that script. Yep. And then once you get funding for that script, you start casting the members. Great. Right. So in the same way, I needed to create a mission and vision statement without vision, the people perish. We know that biblically. Yep, yep. Um, I needed to create a mission and vision statement. I needed to rally financiers. I need to rally venture capitalists. I live in the Silicon Valley, Sand Hill Road, San Francisco. Right. I needed to pitch my idea. And we want to talk about the grind of it. Pitched 50 people. Right. All knows. <laughs> <laughs> totally. The, the reason why I ask this question is because I think sometimes we, we hear stories like yours and the success that you've had. And, you know, we, we, it's, in, it's insane what you've been able to accomplish. But I think that, like, I just always love to understand, like, wait, so you went through pain like I went through pain? Because sometimes we just, we do think the grass is greener on the other side. 100%. Or we do think that it was easy for them. I don't know a leader hmm. that has just gone by and nope. floated into success. Nope, nope. And, and you get really discouraged yeah. when you go through that pain, right? Um, the 50th no, I'm ready to throw in the towel, <laughs> right? yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And I don't know, it was maybe, you know, God, it was through Twitter, maybe the Holy Dove. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody tweeted, rejection is my insight. Mm. Hello. I was like, I need to reframe my perspective, you know. 50 no's i could have been in the despair of my discouragement right right or i could choose to believe that i had 50 iterations of insight i had 50 pieces of feedback mm. that i can iterate on mm. and i can understand what's not resonating right how can i now clarify my vision how can i clarify our plan how can i clarify really our script it's great right and and i did that and then also Something that I learned is that I was trying to convince people 
about what I was doing. I needed to teach people what I was really doing. Good. Right. When we were building the product of Overflow, I, I had to realize I'm actually the subject matter expert in the room. Mm. <laughs> I was going at it backwards like, oh, they hold all the keys. They have all wow. the money. Wow. I, I need to form function to what I think they want to hear. Yep. Instead of going in, not with an arrogance, but with an assertiveness that, yeah. you know, I've learned something. I got an insight. Mm. And so something that um, was really interesting is that investors, people that want to believe with you and, and actually back you with money, they actually want to be in on the secret. Totally. That's so good. They, they want to be a co-conspirator. Mm. <laughs> I love that. With you. So if you can invite them in into your world, yeah. into the insight that, that you found, mm. and they can feel like they could be part of that journey, all of a sudden, it's not a desperation, it's an invitation. Mm. So good. It's an invitation to be part. Hey, whether you invest in it or not, we're doing it, but we'd love, to be, we'd love for you to be a part of the journey. Why don't a lot of people get that right? I, what you just hit on. I, I love that. Mm. How come you think a lot of people can't make that switch, that turn? Insecurity. It is, right? Yeah. Insecurity. Um, and everybody has it. Sure. Everybody has it. You know, you go into any room, whether you're introvert or extrovert, everybody in that room is actually insecure at some level. To a certain degree. Yeah. And so, especially if, if you have that proclivity to be insecure in a room or in a space, you have to pre predetermine in your mind, I'm going to make a decision. Mm. Um, and you could you can overcome insecurity with a lot of different practical mechanisms, like preparation. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Your communicator, Pastor Chad, like a lot of times is the more prepared I am, the more confident Period. I can be, the clearer I can think, and the more in the moment I can deliver a message. That's right. Um, and so there are some keys that you can do, especially if you have that proclivity. But I would say most of the time, it's just you're not confident. Um, right, right. And you're not convicted in, in maybe the thing that you have that's really valuable. When you started this and down this process, the discovery of pain, and you send this email out and 32 people jump on and you mm. raise that guy, that leader that was then mm. the ver the iteration, the version of you then compared to the version of you today. Yeah. What what ha what have you personally been able to add to your repertoire? What have you grown I always hold on to that verse in Luke 2.52. One of my favorite verses about Jesus, he grew in wisdom, stature, and favor with God and man. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you, so you, you, you're growing. You're hopefully, you were growing in wisdom. Yeah. Hopefully, you, got, you got, clearly have more favor in your life than you did that day. Mm. You know, that's obvious. Maybe you had the favor, but it was still yeah. you know, being played out. If you could go back and you look at that person, that leader then, what has been at? Because I think when you start talking about confidence, yeah. I think one of the ways that you develop confidence is you do get into bigger rooms. Yeah. And you do learn, oh, that's, they're just like me. Yep, 100%. Or, well, they, they have issues, you know, like, you know that old saying, don't ever meet your heroes? Yeah. I don't, I don't like that saying in, sure. the, in the light of, you know, because you'll be disappointed. Sure. I think you should be encouraged. Yeah. yeah. They're just like me. Yep. They're just like me. They're trying to raise their kids like yep. me. They, mm. they they got bills like me. You know, Bishop Jakes, I heard him say one time, well, currently, right now, all your heroes are getting punched in the face. Wow. <laughs> and and Facts. what the reason why I relate with that is like, oh, you also are getting punched. Yeah. Yep. You also are dealing with your own insecurities. Mm. If you could go back and look at that version of you versus this version of you, what are some things you could tell as a leader? I've actually been stretched and now I 
I understand this or I participated in this? What's been added to you since then? Yeah, I think that that leader in the beginning had an unbridled optimism. Great. I think that leader in the beginning uh, took the step out of naivety. Mm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a blind faith, mm. but it was definitely not a fully informed one. Mm. And I think that's a grace. Totally. On the starting season. Yes. Totally. I think if, you, yes. if I knew totally. everything that I know now, you have, you have to then have I wouldn't yeah. have started. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so when you talk about growing wisdom and in stature, it's actually part of the process, right? Mm. Like you'll get a measure each step of the way. Yes. You'll get a grace each step of the way to handle another layer of complexity. Mm. And so something that God has been speaking to me recently in my leadership is stewardship. Mm. And so, you know, in the beginning days when you get, so we, we've raised $13 million wow. uh, for overflow for some of the top VCs mm. um, in the Valley, as well as some pretty prolific angel investors like the COO of Venmo Jeez. is behind wow. us, COO wow. of Yelp, the Jeez. CEO of Instacart, you know, some pretty- Household you know, names. Yeah, 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 prolific leaders that are speaking into our world and, mm. and we're really appreciative of. And so you start- kind of growing in wisdom and in grace and in stature. And when you get that funding initially, you your unbridled uh, confidence can lead you to start feeling like you're invincible. You're reckless almost. <laughs> to be honest, uh, because you got a lot of cash in the bank, you can make riskier investments, you can maybe grow faster than you should. Um, and so what we've learned in this season is stewardship. And with the recent market downturn uh, for us in the startup ecosystem, there was a fear across the whole ecosystem that customers are not going to want to buy yep. because everything, prices are depressed, portfolios are depressed, people are not going to want to do deals anymore like they were doing two years ago, et cetera, et cetera. I took it as the biggest blessing. Yeah, It allowed us to reset and to refresh. Okay, all right. If this is what the runway is, how do we extend this runway? How do we continue to be better stewards? How do we make each team more effective? How do we extend this runway so we have as many shots on goal mm. to see the vision of this company actually come through fruition? And so a naivety has grown in stature to a little bit of wisdom. I'm still growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit, a little bit better. Yeah, I got yeah, a yeah. little bit of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that sometimes you have to just go through the experience of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like it's like I always think like remember that old song growing up, can't go under it, can't go around it, yep. <laughs> can't go over it. I guess I'll go through, through it. Yeah. And you got to go through it. You got to mm. you know. And I, you know, I, I I'm laughing with you. Like I would tell that young leader, don't don't start it. But we say it jokingly, but, you know, I feel the same way. It was, you know, seven, we moved here eight years ago, started our wow. community seven years ago. I would tell that guy, run to Austin with the rest of them. <laughs> Go to <laughs> Nashville with everybody else. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, would, I wouldn't trade it. You wouldn't yeah, trade it wouldn't trade because it. it's the thing, it's the vehicle mm. that has been chosen to develop that which which was missing in your I life i want to go back to the a word you use i'm glad you use it because i want to i want to go there with you is the word stewardship yeah and so talk to me about financial stewardship and what you've learned about it since starting this thing because i saw a dave ramsey quote which i'm not going to get into the dave ramsey stuff today but <laughs> i really enjoyed this quote that he said <laughs> he said money problems are never about money nope they are a symptom of a 
bigger issue. Yep. What when you hear that, what does that make you think of? And what have you learned about money management? Yeah, money is a terrible master. Woo! It's an incredible servant. And that's really the mission of overflow is to inspire people to give. Mm. Giving people don't greed and greedy people don't give. Hold on, I want I want to just I just want to just pause. Cause I want to make sure, you know, wow. If we made graphics for this podcast, we would make that one a graphic. Money is a terrible master, but it is a what? Servant? Incredible servant. Incredible. And then he followed it up with that that next bar, giving people don't. Giving people don't greed and greedy people don't give. <laughs> right. We have never in the history of Leadership Leaning made graphics. I think we're going to make our first two graphics go. on yes, the pod, yes, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Keep going. I'm all ears. No, I love it because that's what I've learned about money. Yeah. And it's so crazy because it's all in the Bible. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Proverbs yeah. eleven twenty four. The world of the generous gets larger and that's larger. Right. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Let's make it really practical yeah. on the tithe, which is in some contexts, in some communities, is kind of taboo. Right. But think about this. Let's talk about it from a pragmatic standpoint, mm. right? You've seen a personal finance app launch mm. every month since Mint.com. Mm. Why? Because none of them work. No. Wow. <laughs> All wow. it does is it categorizes your expenses in a more beautiful <laughs> way. And when you see that you spend more than you make, you turn it off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I literally have wow. friends that don't want to open up their bank account. No, they're afraid. Because yeah. it's probably overdraft. Yeah. Mm. And so you got to think about, okay, from a pragmatic standpoint, yep. most people are making 100 and spending 110. That's yep. it. The yep. Bible says live on 90. Yeah, Live on 90. Can you live on 90? Can you give me 10? I mean, all of it's mine. But all you, of it. Can you give me 10 and I'll redeem the 90? Right, right. I'm into multiplication, actually. I'll multiply. <laughs> multiply. Totally. The 90. And we can get into depth about that. But what I've learned about money management is that nobody has margin. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks about margin and I got convicted in my own business. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Like we have all these articles. We did series A funding. Like we got money in the bank and then we're aggressive, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with being assertive and, and moving fast. Yeah. As a startup, you want to you wanna move with speed because that's one of yep. the only competitive advantages that's exactly that you right. have. But you can do so in a way while being a good steward. Mm. You can do so in a way where you have first principles, where you have frameworks in place, where you're creating margin. Right. Mm. And so simple frameworks personally for people um, that I've heard people use, this is not the only thing that you can use, but 80-10-10. Right. That's good. Is yeah. You, you, yep. you understand that, hey, first 10 goes to God, 10 goes to my savings. Cool. I got 80. That's right. Left. Right. Um, we're talking about budgets. Like, yeah, this is yeah, really yeah, practical. Yeah. Really practical. Um, but the principle behind it is margin. That's exactly right? right. Can you live in a way where you're set up for margin? You're not living on tilt mm. all the time. And I think, don't you think that's why people are so stressed out? It's the, I think it would probably be in the top three. It has not to the be. Number one. Yeah. And if, if we talk about money issues are about money, yeah. it's like if you're probably not going to have margin in your rest, margin in your family, that's mm. going to yeah, translate yeah, yeah. straight to your finances anyways. Then it's yeah. just cyclical because I don't have money. I got to work harder than I right. gonna, I have poor spending habits. Yeah. It's a, the margin thing. It's, it's, you know, and I, I think there's a lot of leaders like we, you don't learn this in school. There's no budget classes no. in school. 
leaders are thrust into positions because of their talent. Mm, yeah. And once they're there, there's no framework, like you're saying, budgets, all that stuff. And, it's and, so important. And, and by the way, yeah, like I went to Bible college, you know, I graduated in four years. Um, I went through all the classes. Not one was about money. Wow. You wow. know, mm -hmm. th thankfully, I have very good parents that are yeah. very good stewards over finances. Yeah. But even then, it was just modeled for me. It wasn't taught. No. Rarely do does a, a leader listening to this podcast, I, I would get, venture to say, you know, 85 to 90% of them, they've just kind of listened to a Dave Ramsey bite, mm -hmm. soundbite or, you know, yeah. seen something from Grant Cardone or seen yeah. something from a, you know, and just tried their best to apply the principles that are out there. And that's why I think leaders are so hungry to learn. That's why it's, you know, you someone talks about a Sheba. They're like, maybe I got to invest in the Sheba. <laughs> Maybe I gotta get a doji. It's too late. I thought you were talking about the queen of Sheba for a second. No, it's, I'm come like, on, man. Oh, come the on, Inu. man. Okay. No, I'm just saying, okay. like, yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. are so hungry <laughs> yeah. to learn. 100%. And no one's taught them. Yeah. Who has impressed you stepping into this space, this finance space? Who has impressed you? I really subscribe to some of their thoughts on, and principles about money. Who who has impressed you? Because when I think about Silicon Beach, I think there's a lot of money going on, yeah. a lot of creativity. Yeah. Who have you looked at or, or or been around? Who are some names or you follow on social media? You go, I really like some of their thoughts about money. Yeah, that's great. I mean, first and foremost, my pastor, he's brilliant at teaching it. We're actually in a money series right now great. called House Money. Uh, um, okay. So it's, it's a pretty dope series. Uh, at Vibe Shout out to Church. Pastor Adam Smokum. Yeah, come on, Pastor Adam Smokum <laughs> at Vibe Church. So, I mean, I look up to him. He talks a lot about margin, um, not just financially, but personally mm -hmm. with your family. So I really look up to my pastor. Um, I, Dave Ramsey is the GOAT. The GOAT on money. Dave Ramsey is the GOAT. To be honest, I think that... Yo, and he's mad savage, bro. Savage. It's it's oh. it's, it's entertainment at this point. Sam, he's like, to me, Dave, I didn't know he was that cool. <laughs> to me, he's Dave cool. Ramsey is cool as a bird because he's look at somebody like, you're an idiot. He's like, you have a credit card? <laughs> Yo, these people, he's when, they, when like, they call into like the, the show, they got to know. It. They got to know when they call in, I'm about to get <laughs> I'm gonna get owned. destroyed. Yeah. He's like, you don't you don't buy your house in cash? Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? It's like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> no, no, I live, in, I live in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bro. But I love the nation of Texas. Anyways, Dave. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, to be honest, I think there is kind of a toxic culture um, around money motivation influencers. Yes. Right? Wow. This is what I've learned. If you are primarily making money for yourself, you're going to hit a cap. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Right. And so when I hear verses like the world of the generous gets larger and larger, what that tells me is that if I'm living to give. That's right. I'm living no cap. Yep. Right. Because all of a sudden my great my purpose for earning and my purpose for um, getting income is not just for myself. That's right. It's for others. Right. And all of a sudden creativity, all yep. of a sudden oh. entrepreneurship, all of a sudden this unlimited nature that you can tap into. Right. What, what, is, what is the, level. what is the thought on that? The, um, generous, the generous scheme. scheme. Exactly. They, they're, they, they're, thinking they're thinking creatively. How do I do this? Thinking creatively about it. And it's scientifically proven. Mm. So, um, if you actually give financially, not of your time, not talking about volunteering, I'm talking, if you give money, it releases a dopamine mm. on the level of food and shelter. Jeez. 
right? The opposite is true. So, so obviously when you give, it releases this dopamine of safety um, and security. If you take, if, if I took your wallet from you or your water bottle from you, it will release a vasopressin mm. that instills fear. So even the way that we're wired, we're wired to give more than we take. That's right. It's really scientifically, good. physiologically, right. all of a sudden your nature changes. Yeah. Yep. It's not even just your spirit physically. Yeah. You'll start changing. It's amazing. Mm. I, I saw, um, I saw Dave Ramsey say one time, he said, uh, rich people ask how much. And he said something like poor people ask, um, can I use credit or something like that? But like his point was rich people are always asking like, cause they understand the value of a dollar. Exactly. And leading this business, leading this company, trying to take more ground, how much have you appreciated a dollar? How much have you how much have you had to apply looking over the budget and looking over the cents? It reminds me a few years ago, we Balam and I, who you know Balam, we were sitting with this lady who was an accountant, and she said, I cannot encourage you enough to comb through yes. the finances of your organization. You will find so much room to cut out. Yes. Have you learned that the more the more your world grows, the more this company takes off, do you find yourself fighting the urge to just coast like you talked about? I got money in the bank. 100%. How have you had to apply the diligence of budget practically? Practically, I'm keeping it at the forefront of my mind, right? And so what I do is I, I have a balance sheet report that I look at um, just our balances every day. Great. Same. Right? So... So if I see some sort of big dip or big increase, I want to know why. What happened? Right. And then we get monthly reports, obviously, of our PNL. This is what I've learned that's been pretty challenging and convicting, that the way that you spend is a reflection of your values. Yep. <laughs> Bottom line. Personally yep. and in your company. Right. Bottom line. And so if you start seeing that PNL and you're like, man, that actually doesn't align with my values. Yep. Right. You got to start looking yourself in the mirror and then start shifting it to what you want your values to be. Because the Bible says where your treasure is, where your your heart actually is. That's so right. you can trick yourself that, oh, wow. I, I think these are my values. But if it's not reflected on your P&L, that's right. You're not living a consistent life. That's right. And so I think it's keeping it at the forefront. Mm. I think it's not being afraid of the truth. Mm. Yes. That's so why good. I think people are fearful to open up their bank account because they're going to probably see overdraft. Don't be fearful mm. of the truth. Mm. Name your nemesis. That's great. You can't defeat Love what that. you don't define. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. So define it. You can defeat it. You can make a plan, mm. right? And you can execute Hold on. that plan. Just again, we got to talk to the design team that doesn't exist. <laughs> he, the man of God, financier said to name your nemesis. You cannot defeat what you do not define. Keep going. <laughs> ding, no, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, hold on. Get him. Get, hit him with one of the sauce. There we go. There, there we go. go. <laughs> I want to ask you um, about how difficult it is to change, to evolve. Have you found yourself, you know, sometimes leaders, we, we romanticize the past. Mm. And we go, oh, those are the glory days. But I find even more difficult. A lot of people are right now today going, this is good. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. We, you know, and to, because to make the jump requires change. Yeah. I can't stay the same if we want to go there. I can't. Yeah. 
I have to change some positions. I got to change some people. I got to change some spending habits. I got to change the way I think. I got to change my involvement mm -hmm. where I was once micromanaging. Now I got to empower. How, how mm. difficult has it been for you to change and evolve into the place where your, your organization is now? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things come to mind. You said this, I think, in a, a different context, um, but that your culture is perfect for what you're producing today. Correct. Whatever James you Clear. have is a is a reflection um, of your culture. My pastor also said too that the minute you start reminiscing, or the minute you start having a rhythm of nostalgia, is when you stop innovating. Right. That's right. <laughs> Right. Jeez. And so the biggest force function for me to change is actually constraints. Great. Abundance yes. actually keeps you comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Constraints forces you to innovate. Mm. And so that's why when you're in church planning mode and when you're in startup that's mode, right. when you're trying to take something from zero to one and you got yeah. nothing, yeah. you're the most creative. That's right. right. And so a lot of th times I think people think that because of what they don't have, mm. that's why they're not where they want to be. Mm. Actually, that lack of or mm. those constraints that you have is a gift. Right. So good. That right. is a gift to be more creative than the person yep. that has all the money in the bank, all the resources in the bank. That's right. I mean, that's why you see little small startups every single day. They in out innovate large trillion dollar companies yes. yep. all the time. And they disrupt industries mm -hmm. because when you have an overabundance and you don't have mechanisms in place to continue to innovate, you can get disrupted. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we talked about Amazon spending $46 billion on R and D because mm. they're convinced that they still need to grow. They still need to push it's, Yeah, compared to some of these other companies we looked at. It's the same old, same old, no wonder their margins are dropping, exactly. no, you know, so important to keep on growing. How much do you think that has to do with um, exhaustion? How, 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 how wow. why, why do wow. you think so many people are uh, too tired to risk, mm. too tired to, to invent? You know, I think, so I, I, my mind goes to romanticizing the past. I think a lot of guys, a lot of leaders, a lot of gals and girls walk up, gals and guys woke up today and go like, I'm just trying to make it through today. 100%. You know, have you faced that? Did you did you get decision fatigue or have you yet hit a spot where you're like I got to go recharge my batteries? Yeah. Because I'm not firing like I once was. Do yeah. you remember moments? How many years have you guys been into this now? Uh, two and a half years. So, have you in two and a half years have you hit any spot where you're like I need a day or a week cuz I I know I'm not excited like I once was how real can we get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. leadership leaning yeah I mean like I, f I feel like that thought comes a couple times a week yeah totally. Uh, I feel like culturally we're exhausted yeah I feel like people are running mm. um, and they're so active mm. activity doesn't equal productivity no that's that's just the reality and mm -hmm. so it goes back to uh, margin that we talked about is that if you didn't create mechanisms and margins and, and rhythms in your life, the Bible talks about rhythms, mm, right? That's right? Jesus talks about it. Walk yeah, with right, me, right. work with yeah. me, watch how I do it. The mm -hmm. unforced mm -hmm. rhythms of grace. Um, you know, God is into that. 
if you don't have that in your life, if you don't have your date night, if you don't have yep. the time with the kids, if you don't have that thing, whether it's basketball or golf or whatever that thing that recharges your well, um, you're actually going to hit diminishing returns. That's right. That's right? right. And so I think that's, I think that's an epidemic, honestly. Yeah. I think a lot of people are just tired. Yeah. Can I, can I maybe push on that too? It, I, we all know people who probably work circles around us mm. and are more rested than us. Right. They have more energy. Wow. They have more margin. So I'm, I'm curious, like it, it's not a, an amount of work. Is it an attitude towards it? Is it a perspective? Like, you know, what is this thing? How these guys are operating at that speed, that pace, but they're waking up smiles on their face. It's yeah. like a vision thing. They just know what's ahead. Like, you know, what is this thing? I don't, yeah. But don't you think, I always think it's a, it's a cocktail of good decisions that got me into growth. Yeah. And it's a cocktail of bad decisions that got me into, yeah, into not, trouble. Not one thing. It's never one thing. I always think it, yeah. it, everything, you know, everything's connected. Yes. You know, so even you're talking about the giving, you know, that releases that dopamine. So ah, like it, it's all connected. Right. So I always think like your sleep is that important. Yeah. Your, your, your ability to have quiet time for meditation or reading or reflection mm -hmm. or to-do list, whatever, like you got to carve that out. Okay. You do need physical exercise. Mm -hmm. yep. You do need your spiritual bucket to be full. Yep. You do need your emotional health intact. Mm -hmm. You do you need your relationships to be somewhat to connected. the best. It, it's all connected 100%. to create a confident, excited person. Someone mm. that's tired, I always go, you're losing in a few areas, not one. Wow. It's, it's, not, it's not like, oh man, spiritually they're off. So look at them. It's, 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 it's so connected and yeah. it's, they just, the chips start falling. That is so true. That is so true. You know, like people oversimplify things sometimes. If you just win your morning. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, make, good. make your bed and you'll, your day will be <laughs> yeah, great. Make, make your bed <laughs> and everything's gonna be neat. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, no, it's like, I got a whole world that I'm uh, managing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm managing a world. Mm. Well, what I have found, and this is not to over, oversimplify it, but a key that yeah. I found is that a lot of times in seasons of my life, I've seen how my capacity is correlated with the people around me mm. and the people I've empowered around me. Wow. You said something that was so interesting, decision fatigue. That's it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not even the amount of work, but the weight of the decision. Yep. Okay. Why am I making a hundred percent of the weighty decisions in our organization Hello. and we're two and a half years in? Okay. Probably need to empower somebody. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. And you know, you empower, you expect, you correct. There's a process to it. But um, in saying that, if you're going so many years and you continue to grow and see success, but everything rides on you, you're going to get capped at some point. That's exactly wow. right. And I think that's where people get very fatigued. Mm. You get, and, and I think discouragement is something that we're really seeing. Yeah. I don't know about two and a half years in, I don't know if you faced discouragement probably because Huge. of the, of the, 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 you know, the, the rapid pace and the growth, probably not at the level of, you know, there's a lot of disappointment in mm. the world. There's a lot of discouragement, you know, here in LA, we live in the, in the land of broken dreams. So you, it, it's kind of felt, I don't know if you guys feel that in Silicon beach as much yeah. Silicon uh, beach, that's Valley. Playa, yeah. Playa yeah, yeah, yeah. Silicon Valley. <laughs> that's, that's sorry. Here, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's over by <laughs> where could. we live. But have you, how do you overcome setbacks? How do you have, have you faced disappointment? You said that you did a lot. What, yeah. what, what do you do when you, when you feel that way? I mean, you know, discouragement comes in a lot of forms in the company sense. If we weren't able to provide enough value for a customer. Great. And, you know, they don't want to use us anymore. 
it's kind of like, oh, that was a personal attack to me. A breakup. <laughs> Can't yeah. separate. Overflow yeah, yeah. is me and I am overflow. There and, you go. You know, okay, step number one, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> let's let's create a little bit of separation right. yeah. dance. Um, and so I've learned uh, things around that. Honestly, a rhythm of gratitude yeah. uh, is the best way for me to get out of a funk mm. or to get out of a cycle of discouragement or despair mm. is just continuing to remind myself, you know what, what is going right? Who That's have exactly we right. value for? Who are we winning with? You know, do you talk to yourself like that on a regular basis or do you like journal that out or mm -hmm. is you just when you're going through it, you remind yourself like, yeah, that period of time when it was like months and it was the 50 no's season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did a very Craig Rochelle thing. <laughs> I literally wrote myself a mantra. That Love took, so like, good. You know, Love 45 that. seconds to to read and I did it for 90 days. It rewired my brain. Jeez. So good. Right. And I've instilled that into my girls. Roush girls mm. are strong and mighty. Roush girls are brave and kind. Roush girls are joyfully generous. Roush girls are kick butt tough. Me and my uh, wife co-wrote Love that. So, love that's that. right. <laughs> um, so you're, you're, you know, it's like, oh, you're brainwashing your kids. Yeah, their brains need washing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. The, what brain doesn't? Yes. <laughs> my yes. brain needs washing. And so that um, is so good. It's 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 a it's a rhythm. It's a reinforcement. Yeah. Um, and it's a rewiring mm. of what our, our brains drift. I don't mm. go to church because I have to. I That's go right. to church because I drift. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's exactly right. <laughs> really good. Right. Like if you don't see me for six weeks, I'm, I'm going to be over here probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so. exactly right. You pointed out here. There's a tire place out here, so yeah, we don't yeah. want to. We don't want to see you at the. <laughs> yeah, you point too far. One yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's my last question. Which, by the way, you you have been sensational, and oh, I just thanks, appreciate the honor. gift that hmm. is on your life and the clear, you know, obvious intellect, hmm. but also just the humility and the 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 resilience to keep going. Thank I can't you. wait to see where you go. Thank if you could encourage every leader that's listening with one thing to do or be about or discipline, just like one tip, man, I want just yeah. want to tell you, stop doing this or start doing that or just one bit of advice. Cause I was like, give me something to put in my pocket yeah. that I can leave with. Yeah. As you refresh others, you yourself will be refreshed. Great. You know, it's probably not new news to some people listening to this, but right. just something I have to remind myself all the time mm, when I get yeah. in a funk is that if I feel like I'm lacking something, that means I need to give it. Wow. For the longest time, I'm looking for a business mentor. Let me just be one first. That's right. Jeez. Right. You know, I'm, I'm missing this component in my life. Let me let me give that away yep. in my life and just watch. Right. Just it, we're wired to give. So good. I love that. You know, and you use that reference. Those who refresh others will they themselves be refreshed. But it's so true. It's like mm. for, I always think about that way about friendship. Because yeah. I feel like we have so many people in our world that's like, I want a friend. I need a friend. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm always like, guys, you know how to get friends, right? <laughs> it's crazy. You be a friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's just all of life starts with me. And I like that. I like that, that responsibility that comes with life. Yeah. It's always me. Yep. Yes. It, it's never their fault. It's never on them. That's it. It's never what they did. Mm. It's always on me. Mm. It's always my responsibility. Right, it. right. It's always ruling my spirit. It's always having that that mindset. And so I love that. Thank you for coming by, bro. Okay, We're excited. You, for vibe, we're excited thank for you. overflow. Yes. I cannot wait to hear the stories of people that were able to give more than they ever could yes. give 
because of the resource and the the, the platform that you guys created. So thank you so oh, much. Man. Leadership Leaning, let's keep on leading. Selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. <laughs>